systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Did she poop on you? Did she poop on you already? I think so. I don't know. (laughs) First off, it would have been funnier if he would have just not mentioned it the entire podcast. Yeah, that's true. Not mentioned it at all, and then, and, and then just posted pictures. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell you what that's I was it? referencing. That's it. Oh, shit. Okay. You were probably thinking, uh, there's somebody in here pooping on him. <laughs> Hold on. And it's do- not me. We're doing scat work this week <laughs> on the show, huh? No. Now, a lot of folks actually comment <laughs> every now and then how they hear the bird... Um, she's our, our Senegal parrot, Cleo, or AJ would probably tell you my Senegal parrot. Yes, named Cleo. Pat had Cleo before I met him. Yeah, long time before, right? She goes back a couple, a couple stories, a couple marriages, right? Um, so people go, man, we, we, we hear the bird when you're doing the podcast. And it's kind of one of those things where like, you know, we don't have like a, like a real professional setup, but no. she's a loud ass bird in if the other room. She, yeah, if she hears you, if you're in the other room. For any reason, if we, if you're talking, whatever, she will squawk. She seems to get very loud when we're all in here because, like, she knows we're all away from. Yeah, her. and she knows we're talking and hanging out without her when we're in because she her uh, cage is in like our family room. Yeah, and when we're all in there, she doesn't make I mean, a freaking. She's heat. yeah, she's with us all day. Yeah, so but she, it's like literally when she knows we're doing the podcast, we're all over here. You hear her, and people remark, "Hey, I hear the bird." So I figured, why not today? She's uh, sitting on his shoulder right now. I said, why not just Notice bring her in here? Notice how you don't hear the bird. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, hold on. Let me bring her in here. And I brought the bird in here. And, of course, I'm like, can you sit down? It's like talking to a fucking kid. You're like, can you sit down here and behave? And instead, the bird just climbed up on my shoulder. And pretty much, I'm a pirate now. Look, AJ took the picture. I'm sure it's posted on not yet. Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, wherever the fuck it is. It. Um, and you'll see me with the bird. Why, the bird poop on me? No, but right as we started the podcast, you looked down at the bird and then down at your shirt, which means I thought like the bird shit. No, 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 I was, no, no, no. I was just seeing how the bird was. Oh. I, I thought you saw something I didn't see. No, listen, no. I, had, I, I am also wearing a very loud shirt. It's a very Hawaiian print shirt. So I feel like if it, she shit on you, you wouldn't be able to see it anyways. <laughs> Notice pirate. I, just, I, I had guinea pigs growing up, and yeah. you, you held guinea pigs like close to your chest or like in the pocket of your sweatshirt, and so I know that feeling of uh oh, something warm. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> no, those things are fucking loud, though. Like, if we had a guinea yeah. pig in here, the guinea pig would almost be louder than, I feel I, like, yeah. the bird. The guinea pig and the bird would have a pissing match, and we'd have to move out. AJ had us listening, uh, what we were listening to yesterday, something to Howard Stern Show. It's all she listens to, by the way. When she's not reporting the news. Hell yeah, it's my warm blanket. She listens to fucking Howard Stern all day. And by the way, if you're wondering when she started listening, you know, she only waited 40 years into his career. She started like 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 2018, two, I yeah. think. So yeah. I have a lot to catch up on. So <laughs> got a few decades of material. He's not live very. So, he's only live a few days a week. So I catch up on old she, material uh, on the weekends. And we're sitting there listening to Howard Stern uh, yesterday on date night. Because why? What do you do on your date night? Fuck. Yeah. Weirdos. Vanilla. Uh, no, but you were listening to Stern, and they were talking about some dude's hamster dying. One of the ca- uh, cast uh, members. 
Richard, yeah. Richard's guinea pig taco. Guinea pig. And, and and they're playing audio of this guinea pig. And this thing is fucking loud. Yeah, and, and AJ, because I never had a guinea pig growing up, starts telling me, oh, yeah, that's the sounds they make. And I'm like, that's like a, that's like a dog, yeah, man. That's, that's a loud. That's like when you're excited. Like when, like, yeah. when you walk in the room, they make that noise. When you wrestle a bag, they think they're getting treats. They make that noise. If they see you have a carrot or something, they'll freak out like that. It's really cute. Uh, we were listening to Howard Stern on date night. And we might as well get to it here on this uh, 164th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Totally cheating now. We we talked about that, right? Yes. Listen, we're going to get to it. Why were we out on date night? No, not just listen to old Howard Stern bits so AJ can get caught up on lots of material. Because we went to go see uh, what is being called the most vile, disgusting, horrible <laughs> film in history. Terrifier 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. So, all right, so give us a second. We're going to get to that. We're going to tell you all about that movie. If you haven't heard about it by now, give us like a few minutes here. I want to take a second and say hi to some people. I know, for, you know, it's still, it's so fucking weird. I'm not quite sure where I'm at um, with realizing Reach, this podcast thing. You know, because I, I still feel like it's a little bit just me and you in a room. and Oh, yeah, I'm convinced nobody listens yeah, that, that we're just doing this right? for shits and giggles. And then, like, I look at, like, statistics. And I go, well, people download. But I go, does download equal listening? And does listening equal I'd listen to the whole thing listen. or, like, listening for four minutes? I just don't know. But then. This is PTSD from our radio days. It because, is. You're, you're imposter syndrome, right? You're always convinced well, that you're you're on the verge of fucking no one cares. Not just that, but, like, everybody could be listening and you could be number one and they still fire you. So. Yeah, right. It's it's just we have a lot of PTSD from a long know. career. Um, but I get you know reminded every now and then you know how folks listen. And to be honest, um, some of our old friends, which is even weirder, because I'm not going to lie, a lot of my friends who I met through the industry and we did the broadcasting myself personally for I don't know somewhere around 25 years. You a little bit less, AJ. But I, God bless all you guys. I didn't necessarily listen to a lot of my friends' no, no. material. Mainly because I was doing it myself. So, like, I didn't want to listen to your radio show. And then when everyone transitioned to podcasts, I'm like, I don't want to listen to your podcast. Yeah, I mean, I was really honest with people when they would ask me. They're like, oh, you know, do you listen to, uh, you know, the guy in the afternoon or blah, blah. I'm like, I don't listen to the radio when I'm not working. Yeah. Because I'm like, I listen four plus hours a day. Yeah. I don't want to listen to it any more than that. <laughs> I'm and done, it's, right? It's nothing personal to anybody. I'm just over it. I'm done for the and, day. You know, so like right now, it's, it's like I, I just can't imagine, especially anyone like in that realm that's also kind of close to you listening. And I get reminded every now and then how we have like friends, uh, people that we met along the way and picked up in our, our little traveling tribe um, who listen to the podcast. So I'm not going to name names, but you know who you are, right? Yeah. I was just reminded of that a, a, a couple times this week. People kind of reaching out going, oh, yeah, I was listening, listening to this podcast. Yeah, they'll send us a meme or a GIF or something. And and, and you guys are talking about this. And I'm like, oh, fuck, like you listen. Like, thank, thank you, man. Thank you, yeah. Because I'm not quite sure if I could do that because I talk a lot. You don't understand. My old colleagues who had uh, the benefit of being friends with me uh, in the hallways, I talk a lot in general it's to them. It's hard to get a word in edgewise with him. The ones that I did like that we all like, I was like, ooh, we're cool. I can't imagine them actually subscribing to this. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I'm going to listen to more of this listen nonsense. to him talk even more. I'm so glad we didn't have to work together anymore. So I just wanted to say thank you. And uh, to anyone else who's listening, regardless, right? Uh, date night did include Howard Stern, did not include a dip into the cheeks. It did include 
a couple walking out of a movie. It wasn't us, though. <laughs> Terrifier 2 is in a theater near you. And when I mean near you, I mean in the general vicinity of wherever you happen to lie your head at night. Yeah, it's probably showing within <laughs> a half hour of you. Maybe you might get two showings a day. They're really only showing it at night, I think, for good reasons. <laughs> Catch people up, AJ, if they did not listen to the last episode of the podcast where you pitched me on going to see this movie. Quick synopsis, what it is, and how we went about going to find it. This is a sequel to the movie Terrifier, which I believe came out in 2017 or 2016. I think 17. Um, But a little indie horror flick. We watched it. It just came up as, you know, recommended on one of the streaming apps. We watched it. We're like, it's a pretty freaking good little indie horror movie. I mean, not exactly reinventing the wheel. It had a killer clown that was a little bit creepier than the average killer clown. Little blood and guts. And uh, if anything, gains kind of a cult following. Um, The clown itself, because we're in the world of memes and regenerating of art and other art, becomes kind of a character. Like, we all know what Pennywise looks like. You may not have known the movie Terrifier, but... but you know what Art the Clown looks like. You knew what Art the Clown looked like as one of these creepy clowns. Yeah. So that movie comes, big, you know, little hit for, I'm sure, not that much of an investment. So then they decide to crowdfund a sequel. Which I read last night. Did you know they finished filming that movie before the pandemic See, that's, ended? See, that's what I was going to ask. Just based off the timeline of when you said the first one came out. And, and that's I'm, five years. So I'm thinking, all right, by the time that thing starts to gain steam as, an, as a cult favorite, and they maybe get the idea that we can follow this up with something. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Like, when are they hitting the fucking wall of the pandemic? Which shut everything down. So all that was done? The movie was finished. I was fucking thinking about that when they were filming that nightclub scene. Because yeah. as we're watching um, the sequel, there's a nightclub scene. And all the people in it are probably, I'm just guessing... Fans of the movie who wanted to be cast oh, sure, yeah. as extras, yeah, right? So they go ahead and stuff all these folks into some dirty room and yeah. play it off like a nightclub and a big party. And in my mind, I was thinking, man, I bet you this is in the wake of the pandemic. And just by the nature of everyone just being kind of an average Joe, I'm like, do you think they're screening people for COVID still? Yeah. Is it or, or is it not like those big Hollywood productions that have all those stringent standards? Yeah. And because this is a kickstarted indie flick, they're like, fuck it. We don't care. You want to show up and be an extra? Just get in there and be well, an extra. Yeah, they can't afford to like quarantine everybody before the scene. It's so, an indie flick. But regardless, you're saying they didn't have... This to was, worry about no, any of that. The, the pandemic wasn't on their radar. Okay. So I don't know what the original release was, the release date was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. If it was supposed to be 2020, 2021, I have no idea. Regardless, it came out this year. They put it in theaters for a weekend and said, okay, we'll move it to streaming. It did so well in theaters that they kept it in theaters. It's not streaming anywhere. And I think this is like the third weekend that they've kept it in theaters. And it again, this is not like it's not showing at every major theater. I was going to say that's why I said it's playing in the general vicinity. We have a theater that's <laughs> of literally where you live. We have a movie theater about four minutes from our house. Yeah, and then we've got another one that's over probably, by our kids' school. That's yeah, about fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Um, it wasn't showing at either of those. No. It was showing like on the south side of Tucson, dude. 
which is a solid 40 minutes from Let me us. Tell you and, there were, and it was only showing like twice a day at night. You, this, I don't know where the hell AJ dragged me, right? I got a little buzzed up beforehand. She drove. It was awesome. But this movie house was like a megaplex. It was really cool. With multi-levels, mega, everyone had lounge seating, all that there shit. There was a bar. You could get- There was a bar. Yeah, they- That's what I said. I walked in. Yeah. I said, oh, let's do some shiats. They got- <laughs> What was that? Shiats. They had a bar. They had Pizza Hut pizza. Our son didn't believe me. I said, you can get Pizza Hut pizza. Anything at this place. It's incredible. So, so it's really, and yeah, the, the loungers, the, the recliners. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I assumed, based off how it's playing in limited release, based off what I know that it's this very gory, violent, extreme film, I'm thinking art house, yes. off the beaten path, this place is going to have a weirdo who takes my money for the ticket and I end up walking into a place that's like where you go to see Jurassic Park and extreme 3D yeah. IMAX. No, this was a very strange. I was surprised too. And and somebody amazing. I was I had a, a stretch, shit was nice. I had a stretch lab appointment um, before we went to the movie, and she was like, that's what oh, she calls her boyfriend. Shut up. In case you guys were wondering, the stretch lab. <laughs> I hate you. Um, actually, her name is Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't know it was your girlfriend. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but she's like, oh, where is it showing? Is it showing at like the Roadhouse Cinema, which is like the indie art house? And I was like, no, it's showing at like a century con yeah. movie theater. The only time that I've had to like, you know, hunt down films, right? Which is something we're not really used to these days, no. right? We're used to that just. That was fun though when you used to do that. It is, yeah. But but I remember hunting down films. Like the first one I remember ever doing it was with Fahrenheit 9-11, which was a, a political documentary. And those but, weren't showing in major well, theaters. Well, I also kind of lived in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, so if yeah. you know anything about like the ideology behind that film, now let's think the politics of Salt Lake City. Yeah. Now let's think the year 2004. Nope. Yeah, not exactly going to be shown at the fucking Megaplex. No. So I had to find a place, with a, and it was packed. There was like a fucking line yeah. around the goddamn you know house to get in. So I expected that kind of experience. No, this was a huge... Holy shit, man. It was inside a mall, which, uh, by the way... Uh, a rockin' mall. Yeah, it was like, pretty dope. There were, like, bit, kids hanging there, out. It was busy. Yeah. Like, every store was open. It was so weird. We're not used to seeing that. Very strange. But, um, I mean, this was a really nice place. Uh, well, and when I went to buy the tickets, here's what I, I just, I was like, this. I just felt so gross buying the tickets. I'm like, this is disgusting to me. I don't care, though. <laughs> Why do you do feel? It. Hold on. Can we stop right there? Can we pause for a second? Because that's what AJ kind of played up to on the last episode of the podcast, which, by the way, elicited responses from people, you know, that were literally going, listen, I love me some horror films. And I go to see a slasher film every now and then. But I am not going to subject myself to the trauma of seeing Terrifier 2. God bless you and your journey. I mean, it was people I knew who were horror fans who even said, I can't do it. Why are you, why did you have that thought? You were really, I don't want to say afraid, anxious, 
Nervous? Not, not anxious. Curious? No. I think a lot of it is my very, very religious upbringing. Okay. And I think that's partially why I like gravitated towards horror because it was so taboo. It was anti the God rock I went stuff. to like yeah. Jesus camp in the summer, you guys. Like that's how religious my family <laughs> what was. What you call it? Vacation Bible school? Oh, that was total. Vacation Bible school and Jesus camp were two separate events. Jesus. VBS was later in the season. And then uh, my actual Jesus camp was like where you sleep overnight. Okay. That was in the early summer, and then VBS was later. See, I just did everything under the guise of Catholicism, where there was just a nun there. So there was a <laughs> carnival, and people were getting drunk, but there's a nun there. We're so like, it's, it's religious. It's a religious thing. It's for the fucking church. It's a fundraiser. Shut up. So I think, like, as a kid, you know, I watched these scary-ass movies with my cousins who were teenagers at that point. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, like, I liked being scared. Okay. It kind of helped my anxiety. So I, That's I'll, what I was wondering, too, if yeah. it's not kind of controlled, because that's yes. the same thing with, like, roller coasters and, and what we call Which kind I of. I used to love roller coasters. Yeah. Can't do them anymore, but used to love them. Because you're old and you're 40. Because I'm old. Um, but, but, you know, that, that's, it's kind of those controlled, um, scary experiences where normally if you were to experience the rush of a roller coaster, that means you've driven your car off the cliff of a mountain and you're not going to recover from it. Except in that experience, you experience that, but you're safe and it's over. And you know, it's going to end. So a horror film is kind of like, this is what it would be like. Yeah. But I know in the end there's credits and then I can go to sleep and probably dream about it, right? You know, nightmares, stuff like that. Okay, I get that. But but I really mean that you had a weird objection to like wanting to go see this film. You you seem like almost upset with yourself. Well, I just I don't know. I just feel like I maybe it's like my mom's side playing out where I'm like, I'm a forty year old (laughs) professional, I'm college educated. I, I like I, I I we own a house yeah. like we are yes, you're grown we up. are evolved yeah. grown ups you're adulting in life yeah yeah and somebody says oh I saw a horror movie that was so gross I puked in my popcorn and my first reaction is yeah. hell yeah I want to see no, that fuck yeah. no listen you're just you need new thrills in life I listen know. this is why people in their forties start I'm bored swing- with horror yeah. movies now this okay? is why people in their forties start swinging okay why do you think <laughs> like we're bored. why do you think they're like listen we just got to spice things up. And, and and so it seems like you want you know, you're digging into the, to the extreme, but you had this weird moral yeah. line that like you were almost asking permission to cross. Like, am I gross if we go see this? Which movie? is so weird because I'm like, you don't know the weird perverted shit I watch in my own no, spare time. I, Pat and I very much like we we've realized we can very much connect on gross yeah. and horror shit. Yeah, which means we're both gross and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but it was weird. Like you were looking for this permission, which it was granted, not that she needed it. You know, in in our past podcast. So now we're going to this thing, and I shit you now. We get to the Megaplex. Well, I'm, let me start real quick. With yeah, the go the tickets. Go ahead. I really thought we'd have the theater to ourselves. There were literally two seats left because they were reserved seats. Mm-hmm. Two sleeps, seats left in the middle of the auditorium and yeah. the front row. That's all that was available to reserve. And I said, oh shit, look at all these other perverted people who want to go see this gross movie. So I'm like, well, this will be fun. It'll be like a big group experience. See, I would have expected a packed house anytime, kind of going back to my first experience with it, with that Michael Moore flick. Yeah. I expected it to be packed because I'm like, it's just, as soon as you make anything scarce, yeah. that's what I, you know, it's kind of a, a little bit of psychology almost within that because one, you get a film that's maybe taboo in nature and now all of a sudden, 
people don't want to show it, right? Yeah. It's it's not going to be where Black Adam is. Yeah. Um. So so now it becomes kind of like, well, why can't I see it? So I feel like it's almost moths to a flame. It was like it like was you turned up, like, you know, like the the brightness of the light and all the freak moths are well, like, yeah. I want to come see this. And plus, they're not giving a date on when it's coming to streaming, and I'm like, if we're gonna see this, we need to see okay. it around Halloween. So let's just go. So it's being touted as like this most vile film ever. People are puking in their popcorn, passing out in the theaters and 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 folks are like fuck i never know if i'm ever gonna get a chance to see it it's october it's halloween yeah, season. i don't want to wait till after halloween i feel like you got to do it by the way i love the fact lots of young teenagers snuck into the film oh, god bless yeah. you i love the fact that on a fucking saturday night i was at a mall and there were plenty of teenagers that figured out how to get past the fucking security you know, though, to they, go see this film. Do they really card at movies anymore? It's eh, 2022. We are a, we are exposed to so much <laughs> vile shit on the internet, whether we want to see even it or not. They, I don't even think they card you if you go to buy a gun anymore. No, so I feel not. like you're probably good going to buy tickets to go I see. Because I snuck into Scream. I was 16. Are you really? I, I was in college. Not. Yeah, no, I was 16. Yeah, I was a freshman in college. Oh, so yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. But yeah, I snuck into that, and it was a big fucking deal. Like, Ooh. we went to the one theater where we knew they didn't check IDs. But like, I, I feel like that thrill is gone now. But yeah, there were... So so you legit were shocked that when you went to go buy tickets, and, and, and of course, because this is how it is now, um, you have to reserve seats, right? There's no more just going to a film. And remember the old thing where, where you'd be like, oh, we got to get there early. If we're not there early, yeah. I heard that we're not going to get seats or together. Or you won't sit together. Remember, I mean, there's literal episodes of old 90s sitcoms that no longer apply, like Seinfeld. Yeah. Where it's people trying to save seats in a packed movie theater. But nowadays, as we all know. From the pandemic. You hop on your app, you hop online, you go to buy a ticket, and it says, all right, great, where do you want a seat? And you go, oh, I want to sit right there and right there. So you have a feeling of what the movie theater is going to look yeah, like. Yeah, how many people are going to be there. Yeah. Now, what I've found is that... <laughs> Um, as a cinephile myself, oh, yeah, who yeah, does love yeah, going go to ahead. movies, yeah. um, this uh, reserving of the seats thing definitely applies more in these theaters that have the loungers. Because, the fancier places? Yeah, because we've res we've reserved seats at like IMAX or IMAX, just, just yeah. regular movie theaters. Sure. And like 60% of the people end up not showing up and you end up sitting where you want. These theaters with the loungers, yeah. it's because there's like half as many seats. Yeah. So I, I've also seen, by, by the way, some awesome new Karen and like Ken videos of people freaking the fuck out in movie theaters because, you know, now it's almost like concert rules. Oh, yeah. And it's like, are you sitting in my seat? And then you get into a dispute and someone gets an usher and then someone goes, well, I didn't know I had to choose a seat. And someone else goes, well, fuck you. That is my seat. It's great. It's a wild time we're living. So you were kind of shocked when you logged on. You logged on to the Megaplex. And like we said, luxury place. You can do shots and have a pizza. They have loungers. So you were shocked to see that this theater was not sporadically filled, but to the goddamn gills, butts to nuts, because yep. everyone wants to see this film. We got the last two seats that were not in the front row. That was it. I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> That's where everyone wants to be for a film like this. Yes. Front row. Well, In a lounger. You can lounge back and see it front row. So we get there. <laughs> I wasn't, I honestly wasn't sure if we were going to get snacks just because of the reputation of the movie. But then as we walked in, Pat goes, man, I'm hungry again. Like we had a late dinner. Fuck yeah. Like we, <laughs> I didn't eat, like I woke up, I, I, I slept in because it was Saturday. I woke up, I had a couple clients, saw them. And I got done, 
And AJ's like, just chill for an hour. We'll have an early dinner. Before we go to the movie. And and I'm like, sweet, no problem. So we ate the dinner. And yeah, then by the time we get to the fucking theater. We were both hungry again. And then they got Pizza Hut there. Yeah, I mean, they had mozzarella They had a buffet. (laughs) I'm walking through there. And like I said, I was a little buzzed up on the the way to the movie. So I'm thinking, shit, don't let me just start plucking things (laughs) off. The fucking rack. Luckily, I walk out with just popcorn and a So, soda. yeah, I was like, I don't know. Are we getting popcorn? But we were both hungry. I was like, yeah. I'm like, we're seasoned horror fans. I I, I was really not sure if this was going to gross me out as much as I was expecting to be. I, I do kid you not. When we're getting ready to walk into this theater, right? We got our tickets. Walked through the, the buffet. Um, took the elevator up, you know, four fucking oh, floors. It was so high. It was like a high-rise building. It was crazy fancy. And we're getting ready to walk into this theater. And she almost like puts her hand on my shoulder. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, like, like we're getting ready to deploy to war. <sighs> it's almost like two soldiers that are getting ready to okay, get was, on the plane. It was not and, at and all like that. She but. Was, she's like, hey, hey, here we go. Good luck. <laughs> and I'm like, are we going to be assaulted? You know I something know I don't know? Expect. I'm like, dude. Do live action actors come out and actually stab me? What is what am I in store that for? That would be wild. Um, so we get into the theater with our popcorn and soda. Got to tell you, one of the great things about an indie flick is that there's like one preview, <laughs> one preview because and the it's last... always very targeted towards you, yeah, right? It's, like it's another indie horror film. They're not going to show you a fucking Marvel Wakanda no. Forever trailer at an indie and, flick, and, right? And, you know, in comparison, the last horror movie I saw in theaters actually was not that long ago. It's, it was Barbarian, and I also saw it in a big theater. That, that was good, right? You it said? was really good, and you should that, see yeah. it. Um, Justin Long, really good. Um, love Justin Bill Skarsgård, love him. But um, it was, there was like 20 minutes of previews, and they showed everything from horror movies to Wakanda Forever. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, the movie was supposed to start 20 minutes ago. This movie, one preview and done, and then it starts. And the one preview was really good, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that movie. It was, so some, was some targeted, you know, yeah. um, like, AJ was all show, like, oh, wow. This looks really good. I go, dear, you're literally in an algorithm right now. I know. They know if you're in this theater that you, you are. See this shit. You're such a targeted audience. Yeah. It was some kind. Of, was it a found footage film? It looked kind of found. I footage. don't remember. I don't remember. Fuck. Whatever it is, I want to see. I was it. playing with my recliner. I do remember that. Um, um, but yeah, so it started, and it does. And I kind of had heard stuff about it already that it's gross out the gate. I mean, I was going to say let's let's kind of set it up. So it's a sequel to a film, but really, who the fuck cares? Nobody cares. You're going to see this. Art the Clown Just character. Just kill more people. That's the only reason you're there. This is Michael Myers, Friday the thir- yeah. 13th. You, you, just, you don't care yeah. about the story. Just go kill people and be gross. But going into it, here's here's what we knew. The gist was this was a very gory, violent film. People were puking in their popcorn. Leaving the theater. Leaving the theater. Um, we also knew, and this was the part that really had me concerned, that it was two and a half hours long. Me too, yeah. I felt like that because we've been bitching pretty openly to each other lately about the length of new movies because it's like a 90-minute movie doesn't exist anymore. No, even comedies. Yeah. You can't get out the door under an hour 45 for a comedy. And I remember it used to be comedies and horror films were 90 minutes. On the head. Yeah, that was it. Nine. That's all you needed. And I don't know where along the way we decided that we just got to keep... Fuck you, Peter Jackson. (laughs) And all those goddamn walking films that throw away a ring. Fuck, why does everything got to be so long? But I'll say this about the length of the movie, and I don't know if you felt the same way because we didn't discuss it. Didn't feel like it was two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah, kind of flew by. It really... Maybe it, when it's just an onslaught yeah. of over the top. 
gory violence. The pacing was good. <laughs> You're just, and oh, wow, that's two and a half hours. Well, and it's just like any <laughs> other horror movie. By. Like, you know that every main character is going to get picked off. Yeah, like there's a rhythm to them, Yeah, right? so you're like, okay, well, these people got picked off already, but these people still got to die, so we still have at least an hour left. But it, it didn't feel like two and a half hours. It didn't feel like it stretched. It really didn't. We settle into a Terrifier 2, and by nature of this theater, which is one of these loungy theaters, right? You got this motorized, and like the whole fucking thing. Not just like a row. Remember when we lived in Grand Blank, Michigan, our local uh, Trillium? Oh, yeah. They had like a few rows of the loungers, yeah. but then like regular seats. And yeah. those, the loungers would always go first, obviously. But this thing was like all loungers, yeah. right? So everyone's kind of lounged up. And we go to sit down. And right next to us is obviously a couple on a date, right? Dude's looking good. Chica's got her dress on, right? Every, they have a nice little food delivered, you know. From, oh, yeah. They had like a DoorDash yeah. delivery. Yeah, you can like order from the front desk. They bring shots. Yeah, it's cool. A pizza. Icy. Now, to my right <laughs> was a teenage boy in I his parents. I was going to ask, what was your your crew on your side? It was I a had teenage, date night. Yeah, you you had, had what? I had a teenage boy and his parents. I don't know if there was more family members. Okay. But, I mean, it would basically have been like if we brought so, our right. son. Family night out to go see the big horror <laughs> film. I mean, um, I legitimately asked Kat. I'm like, should we even ask Dylan if he wants to see it? Or is that yeah, fucked right. up that we take him to see this right. movie? Um, so, so he did not come with. About... Half an hour into the movie, maybe 40 minutes, not going to lie, didn't really look at my watch. It was, I think, two big kills in, like the two first big kills. The couple next to us on the date night who had had a little DoorDash action, right? A little whisper. I see their recliners go from the reclined position to To the the seating. This was after one of the kills. Took a couple minutes. And again, not not long enough in. To go to the bathroom, because by the way, lots of bathroom breaks. I feel like they should have a group option to pause a movie these days. Oh, totally. If you're going to make us fucking sit in movies this fucking long. You need to have an option for us to all go to the bathroom. We should be able to poll the audience when, like, we should all be able to hit a button, and if it hits a certain percentage rate, that they pause the movie for five minutes. you don't know when you need, I mean, you're not going to know when you're going to need to go, but you also are like, shit, I'm going to miss, I missed a huge kill. Especially if you're starting to serve people booze now. Yeah. If you're going to give guys a bunch of beers and now we crack the seal. Holy, come on now. It should be like the Haunted Mansion ride at Disney where they just stop it every few (laughs) minutes and they're like, just a minute, please wait. But yeah, no, so so they they It was early enough to where it wasn't. I said, hold on. If someone's getting up, I don't think it is a bathroom break. You know what the, the kicker was? What was that? They took their popcorn with. Oh, they did. You knew it wasn't a bad break. It. They're over. They done. Left. They're taking it with. The couple gets up. Their recliners uh, lay empty because they decided to uh, leave the theater. Two kills in, half an hour to 40 minutes of a two and a half hour gore fest. Of course, this gives me more uh, room to put my stuff. So yeah, I immediately nice. transfer all my stuff over there. That's the only couple down. Outside of that, I don't think anyone else left that theater. No, but I loved it. And I, this is what I love about going to see horror movies where because the theater's again, packed. This was the big thing. People yeah. are falling out. They're leaving. They can't take it. About, I'd say probably about an hour in, people started to get louder with the reactions. Yeah, people were having fun. People were having a great time. They were or, laughing or, or they were being really grossed out. I couldn't I think, tell. I think they're getting fucked up. I'm telling you, it was a were Saturday night. <laughs> Everyone now, we don't need stuff to get fucked up anymore because one... They sell booze there. Yes, weed and, is legal. And like weed is legal and in like vape pens and like yeah. cookies and edibles. Uh, there's all types of things you can do where you don't, I mean, I feel like people, 
it's kind of like, kind of like a bar. Yeah. The longer the night goes out of the bar, the rowdier the bar gets. Yeah. And I feel like people were getting a little buzzed up into the movie. They're having a good goddamn time. So they were the only two that left. <laughs> um, I left during a kill, so I actually I just I had to pee. So lots I, of lo- like I said, lots of bathroom breaks. So I'm walking through the theater and I'm I'm looking at people's reactions and like they're starting to get. This was towards the end of the movie. Yeah, starting to get louder again with yeah. their reactions. And a, again, a lot yeah. of uncomfortable laughing. People were you know covering their faces. Women were like, I mean, women specifically, I could tell were having a hard time with it. Sure, but it was just it was a fun atmosphere. Yeah. What I'll say about it was a lively event. It was. And this then, is not exactly going to see Schindler's List. No. Okay. Well, this is not of a solemn event. Everyone, I mean, after a while. It was fun. Well, see. We and, were all grossed out together. We were all trying to sit through it together. It was fun. See, and here's the thing, and I'm going to sound terrible with this. I don't feel like I had, like, I was forced to sit through anything. Like, it was no. so, without giving away too much, and I don't really think, think I can, it is over the top, extreme gore and violence to the point to where it surpasses like i like let me it tell it surpasses logic there's yes, a lot of there's yes, a lot of superhuman yes, strength yes. where you're like so, that's impossible so once, <laughs> once you get in, into that realm right like you know you know it's it's almost funny now well but and that's what i was worried about with this movie because we haven't heard of a movie this vile and gory in i don't know how long i mean probably decades i've never heard of one in my lifetime i know the exorcist was one where you know people were going to the theater and passing out and vomiting and stuff but like in my lifetime i haven't heard of a horror movie that's had this reputation so i didn't know what to expect i thought well I mean, CGI is pretty good. I know it's an indie flick, but I'm like, they can make shit look really real. Is that why it's so gross? Or is it like a callback to like 70s and 80s slasher movies? And that's what it was. It was a callback. It was, I mean, the injuries are ridiculous. I mean, they're they're over, they're avant-garde how big yes. they are. I mean, it's, it's to the extent of, I, I, it's, it's, okay. I can tell you about a violent scene that I've seen in a movie that legitimately, to me, was disturbing to watch. Okay. Okay? And and, and AJ hasn't seen the movie, so she won't know. Um, the movie Casino, which is based on a real story. It's kind of like a companion film to Goodfellas. Not that it's related, but it's a lot of the same actors, directors, Scorsese, De Niro, a big, big mob movie with Pesci. There's a very brutal killing of Joe Pesci's character along with his brother. Okay. And it's just not no, nothing that they do is as gory as what we saw yesterday yeah but the manner to which it is delivered is more realistic and that's and knowing yeah. that also by the way it happened in real life definitely you know yeah. feeds into this it this is not a documentary but that was like disturbing to me i remember when i first saw it in theaters like fuck man Anything I saw last night on film was so fucking far over the top star spangled banner booms of violence and gore that it's fucking comical. It was. I mean, it, it looked faked at a point, but I mean, <laughs> fake in a good way. Like, yeah, you were just like, like so I, fucking I, over the top. I burst out in laughter a couple of times Listen. just because it was so silly, but it was gory and gross and really, really freaking scary. Yeah, but, but it's it, so yes. big. So if that's if you're wondering that it's we're not talking yeah. like super realistic CGI we're yeah. talking like again it had a very, if Stranger Things 
could kill people in gory, disgusting ways. That's what this movie was. It had a very Stranger Things feel to it. It had a very 70s, 80s slasher feel. Film think field about away. if you like car films and then think about what Fast and the Furious is to the car yeah. film chase world, right? Everything is to the biggest blow up, yeah. a triple flip ever. And that's what it is with this film. And I think that's why I, in particular, without giving away too much, could get through scenes where characters probably as old as my son yes. are being violently attacked. <laughs> On film, right, by a grown adult, which anyone would think, okay, you're a father, you have a son this age, like, you know, people start going, shouldn't this bother you, right? But it was so fucking over the top. I'm like, okay, it doesn't bother me because it's such, I'm just thinking about how they filmed it, yeah. right? And, you know, and, and I told Pat Macari, I said, the only scene that actually, and I won't even say bothered me, but just kind of rubbed me the wrong way what where I was it? like, ew, God, was no. It? it was the, the shooting scene. The shooting scene? The first. There's only one gun scene. No, there's multiple guns. Are scene. there? But yeah, but the with the with the automatic rifle. Oh, when he mowed down the whole room. Yes. But so, that's like a Tommy gun almost, right? Well, yeah. Same but, thing. There's still no Tommy Tommy guns. Again, it's not 1920. There's no John Dillinger I, hanging out of a I fucking know. door with But that. it was just almost shocking because it was it's early in the film. Because he because he mows down a whole like room, room full, full of, of people. people. And it was like, oh, that's fucked up. But then Hold like, on, so you're telling I me know, everything know. else in the film, we're ripping out hearts. There's there's all time and, and and by the way, I will say you have to to stay through the credits. That was the funnest part. Is that was that the best part. The credits start and then they stop, and there's a whole nother scene. Which it was so again so it's such a fun group atmosphere to see people who are already walking out and then that scene plays everyone freezes everybody everybody was freezes. standing next to their chair watching it like yes. nobody wanted to leave. Um, I will say the one thing I did walk away a little disappointed. See, and this is going to say a lot about me. How fucked up am I? We're all fucked up. Jesus, <laughs> is that I heard and AJ told me this. Oh, there and you probably heard it on the on the last uh, episode of this podcast. I said. So hold on, what comes out of a vagina? And she's like, oh, there's a scene, I guess, with a head that comes out of a vagina. That's why I heard, yeah. And so I'm sitting here thinking, okay, again. It, You're it, waiting for at it. At this point, it's so over the top, I'm thinking, okay, how are they going to somehow shove a head through a vagina? I'm all in for this. Because, one, I watch AJ give birth. Yeah. Two, I've seen the educational films. Yes. I've seen very large items come out of vaginas. So I was interested, okay, how are they going to work this into the film? And then I'm, I'm, I'm going to shit you not. When it actually happened. Were you disappointed? I was fucking disappointed. I was too. What the fuck does that say? What does that say? I, I was expecting it to be so much worse. I wanted to see like a fucking delivery room scene. I was expecting to see like a woman legs akimbo yes. and like a, a decapitated to, head yes. shooting out of the vagina like a ping pong ball. I and it wanted, was not that great. I was hoping there'd be a head coming out the vagina, poop coming out the butthole. I wanted all that. And it was very, don't get me wrong. It is very implicated <laughs> that there is a head that comes out of a vaginal area, but there is nothing like apparently the graphic nature that these two, as I believe we referred to ourselves earlier in the podcast, adults uh, sure? wanted to see. Listen, man, it was over the top nuts. Because, and here's the other thing, and, and, and based on the, you know, the head and the vagina, um, 
when when I heard, I had heard about a few of the scenes, which yeah. we talked about on the last last, yeah. last podcast, and they, they weren't spoilers. I mean, you can't really spoil this movie, to I be mean, honest. again, it's just a it's onslaught. A yeah, yeah, it's an onslaught of blood and gore with a very loose plot. So they when I have heard, a decent soundtrack, yeah. enjoy. So when I heard about the head coming out of the vagina, I'm in my head, I'm trying to picture... What does this look like? Yeah, who's? I, mean, I figured it would be the clown's head. I figured the clown gets see, gets birthed. But I like my mind like could not even compute. I'm like I don't know what to expect. So when I saw it, I was like, it was way more tame than I was expecting. Yeah. Um. It's listen. If you are if you don't watch horror movies, please don't go to this. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Like if if your idea of of something spooky is like Stranger Things. And you're not into the pure violence aspect. This is not for you. But and that's it- what. Yeah, when I went to, to Stretch Lab before the movie, um, I, she asked me what I was doing. I told her what I what we were doing that night. She goes, "Oh, you know, I'm not really into that, but I do want to see the new Conjuring movie." And I'm like, "See, that's there are two different kinds of horror movies." Now, for folks who I feel like are in, you know, same thing, are into horror films. Um, but maybe you don't get off on the hostile yeah. films, if, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and there's plenty of folks like that that are like, yeah, you know, the hostile films when we just start, you know, we're just gouging out eyes for two hours. I thought the hostile films were more realistic uh, than this movie. I feel like if you're turned off by hostile films, don't let that persuade you from watching Terrifier 2 because again, it's so avant-garde over the top, and there are some genuine creepy, scary things about the the clown. And I don't want to spoil it for you. Some of the clown's new partners in crime, um, and he's creepy as hell. I yeah. mean, the guy who plays the clown is yeah. fabulous. But, but we're you know, also talking like we're talking like literally like punching your fist through somebody's skull and ripping out their brain. Yeah, it's just That's how over ridiculous. The, yeah, like like I'm digging Hostel out. Was like you could picture that shit yes. happening to you. This movie, I'm like can't punch your yeah. fist through a skull. Yeah, yeah, like they're 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 showing him like like ripping off like scalping people like with his just bare hands yeah crazy it's shit yeah. but it's funny it's a good time and um but to, again if you're not into horror movies in any way shape or well, form obviously. don't put yourself no i see that but there obviously. i guarantee the people who puked in their popcorn well yeah went just because they heard about then it you end up like the couple next to us like that listen that guy wanted to get her out of there before her vagina fucking dried up <laughs> He was worried. He, he goes, wanted to get some. He goes, this is date night. This is not conducive. Uh-oh. I thought she was going to get scared. I and like, up. And like, she's going to clutch to my arm. <laughs> like, it's going to be like, remember the fucking thriller yes. uh, video, Michael? The whole movie starts, Michael's on a date, haha, with a woman. Yeah. And, and it's a scary movie. And what does she do? Clings to his arm. Ooh, this motherfucker realized last night sitting next to me yeah. like, oh, shit. She's disgusted right now. Yeah, this is not going to end well. The, this is she. The 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 the, the vision is closing shop for the night the, for that guy. The last thing I'll say about the movie because I I struggled a bit with it. If eye stuff makes you squeamish, oh, that was great. You know what? Can we talk a about that? Lot of eye stuff. In can this we? Movie. Can we talk about that? AJ's Achilles heel um, is eyes. Right. I think we've talked about this a million times. Six ways from Sunday. Um, but all things eyes, contacts, touching of eyes, eye infections, eyes, 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 eyes. It's gross. Um, and make, that'll make me throw up. This was almost like they fucking read my wife's nightmares because yeah. I shit you not. The first ten minutes of the film, it's eyeball. Going. 
and then is multiple scenes where somehow it ends up back to the eye, whether it's the removing of, the smashing uh, in, the touching. Well, and then every single killing had like an eye aspect to it. Almost, almost every single one. It is one. also, but but it is also. I feel like it's like do, the go to. I was gonna say it's easy plucking yeah. out someone's eye. That's like. That's in, in fucking the world gory, of scary man. movies. That is an easy go to. What else you do you do? I mean, that's like in, in, in Halloween ends, they cut off someone's tongue. Yeah. But I mean, besides that, what can you really inflict? Pluck it out of an eye. But if I can sit through this movie, even you with all the eye gore, I and I didn't watch all of it. I did turn my head for some of it. I just mm-hmm. I, I'm like I, I want to get through this movie, <laughs> and I'm not going to get through it if I watch this part. But she I did get through, through the rest of it. it she was, got through it. And nobody got nobody puked in their popcorn. Yeah. Although I did, I went into the restroom afterwards, yeah. and there was a teenage girl in there who probably was not old enough to be. Yeah, I was going to say, God bless all y'all that snuck in. I love you. Um, she was standing in front of the mirror. Yeah sweating bullets (laughs) and she was she would she had the paper towel and she was like dabbing her forehead and she was white as a ghost and i was like just you know mom reaction i was like are you okay and she goes were you in there too (laughs) and i was like yeah and i'm like i take it easy i'm like i i get it i'm like i need a shower now so remember how i said remember how i said how turned off that girl was next to us that probably left yeah the dude that brought that chick that night last night Opposite reaction. He's in good company. (laughs) They're going to make it, those two. That's a good couple. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.